Imperial battleship, halt the flow of time. I cannot swim, you Spanish peacock. I'm not Spanish, I'm Egyptian. You five-star double-rated astronavigatrix. Uh, 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 what? Space herpy. Give me the remote control. Good heavens, General, that sounds like a woman. Impossible! Welcome, listener, to StarCrest. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. And in this episode, we'll discuss the green slime. A science fiction action movie from the year of 1968. My name is Eva. And my name is Linnea. So I believe this was your pick uh, for the evening. Yes. yes. <laughs> a little bit, a little backstory there. Any reason for choosing this one? or? Um, I came across this on Letterboxd one day. I was just randomly browsing movies uh, and I came across it and... It had a tagline, the green slime are coming. And I was just like, that's so cheesy, I need to watch this. Um, And then it was available to us, so we watched it. (laughs) Well, amazing to hear that a a line like that can actually reel you in and make you watch a movie. So, you know, good job marketing people back in the 60s. I'm I'm, I'm easily convinced of of such things, so, you know, it doesn't take much. (laughs) But still, a tiny applause. So, the green slime. Well, like the name suggests, uh, there will be green slime in this movie. But the green slime will turn into little rubber um, uh, suits (laughs) with men in them. But how we get. Yes, actually. (laughs) But how we get to little children in green rubber suits, well, that's a different story. Well, uh, we're in the future. And on a space uh, spaceship, they're told that they need to get rid of an asteroid that is about to hit the Earth. And uh, a team goes down and they do so. But when they sort of end up on the spaceship again, uh, they actually bring a little something back from the asteroid, which is the aforementioned green slime. And soon enough, it turns out that the green slime is not just fun play toys for children. (laughs) It's also uh, a really, really weird phenomena, which turns into a a scouring monster lurking in the hallways. And uh, before not before long, they have a whole lot of trouble on this spaceship as the crew needs to fight off this uh, evil force that doesn't quite behave like nature uh, that they're used to let's say but of course uh, they're americans so they battle the foe and defeat the foe by crashing it into uh, earth i believe actually so i'm very sorry for you listening i did spoil it for you there but um (laughs) (laughs) but that is basically it it is um you know, your basic alien on a, on a spaceship uh, story. And yeah, it is yeah. uh, executed quite 
um, to the to the point of that, but there is a bit of exploring in the meantime and sort of figuring out what can this creature do, how is it evolving so fast because it does go from green slime into one monster and eventually into more tiny monsters, which then grow up to be big monsters. <laughs> are we talking about humans right now? Because I kind of feel like we are. <laughs> But yeah, that's the that's the gist of the green slime. Uh, what do you feel about the story? Let's just start there, I guess. It it's a kind of tired story. I feel like it it's not very <laughs> thank you inven- for <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. very very inventive. Um, it has been done before. It has been done after. And it's it kind shall of be done in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, it's kind of predictable. But then at the same time, I also don't think that the story is poorly done. Like, mm. they set up a number of arcs, you know, plot arcs, mm-hmm. character arcs, etc. And they follow through with those. And they end more or less satisfyingly. So it, it it's not half bad. It's cliched, but it's not half bad. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's competently done um, as a general whole when it comes to um, the story and acting and the sets and and basically everything it's competently done but since it is a story that I've seen so many times in movies and series and everything um, I I just don't feel like there is much that can surprise you and keep you Mm. sort of hooked uh, especially not you know this is 68 and it is it's kind of on the on the cusp of feeling more like a modern take on this like alien for example i mean we're gonna mm. get into alien from 79 at one point and <laughs> this is just 10 10 years before and i really feel like this is uh, you know it's the same story but because yeah. they are different decades and so much happens in between there um, that the outcome can be so vastly different. And it's just, it's an interesting movie to watch in that sense too, I feel. Um, yeah, and also, it's... I mean, if we're talking about like first contact stories, which this technically is mm. the same year as this, and I think actually just like a few months prior or maybe a few months after, very, very close to the release yeah. date of this, we have 2001 A Space Odyssey, which is much more unique yeah. in its take. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm I'm not the biggest 2001 fan, but it it has a lot more personality than this film. <laughs> oh, for sure. But also, to to Green Slime's defense here, <laughs> um, I don't think it's based on a book. In 2001, is based mm, on a very competent, well-written book. Fair enough. Um, so I, I do, I do feel like this is this is way more of the a monster week kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Stemming yeah. more from the 50s and early 60s kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also to be fair, know. there are some really competent people behind Green Slime. Um, for example. Yes. Um, the director, yes, Kinji thank you for bringing Fuku- it up. Yeah, Kinji Fukusaku, <laughs> he is also the director of Battle Royale, for example. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I hear good things about it. Oh, it's so good. Um, and one of the screenwriters for Green Slime is Bill Finger. And if you don't know who he is, he's one of the creators behind Batman. Um, oh, well, <laughs> yes, there you go. Surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, and also, and this is sort of a, a side note here, but we have in Green Slime a theme song that plays in the beginning yes. and the end of the movie. And the guy who wrote that also wrote the theme song for Barbarella. <laughs> oh... I mean, I just love how all of these things just kind of come full circle all the time. I I love that. I mean, I I do I I do kind of feel like the the, the people behind Green Slime is probably one of the most interesting collection of people that oh, we've ever come across here. Definitely, definitely, especially knowing the the uh, the writer and and the the theme the the musical person. Oh my god, <laughs> words. What are they? Um, but yeah, but I and I also feel like that's the thing though, like with this movie, it feels like it is well done and there is creativity behind it, but it's just such a done story. Mm. And it's just it's just it's just not quite there with feeling very modern and and sort of challenging and sort of more nitty gritty maybe. It's not quite there. Yeah. A few years later, the green slime could have been a whole different <laughs> movie, I think. So Yeah, I honestly I think the biggest mistake they they do is to turn the green slime into oh. the robber monsters. Yes. It would have been so much more effectful if they had just kept the green slime because how the heck do you fight green slime? Slime. slime. Yes, how do you fight <laughs> slime? Because in the beginning like uh, when they sort of stumble upon the green slime, that's on the asteroid. And on the asteroid there aren't like green tiny persons with uh, mm. with uh, sort of uh, <laughs> red claws sort of dangling about um <laughs> sticking out from their body uh, it's just it's just slime and it gets everywhere it gets on people and it it most importantly gets on the electronics and wheels and things that make their spaceship uh, move and it's in the way when they are you know running from the asteroid which is about to sort of explode because they've placed um, munitions and things like that on on the asteroid and you know something like that that's way more quiet and way more you know how the hell do we tackle something which we don't really know how it works and we don't know how it gets places because slime and, and liquid things can get everywhere mm. everywhere um so there is there is um yeah like you said it's probably it's it's um it's most downfall actually mm. to turn it into figures but i guess it's sort of easier in a way um but a little less yeah not not as a rewarding of a, a viewing maybe <laughs> mm. i guess and i also um i i also kind of feel like because this is um i think like an american japanese co-production um like the director for example is japanese mm. and i think it was recorded mostly in japan um but uh. <laughs> it stars pretty much only white actors mm-hmm. um it, i think like the only japanese actors are the children who plays the robber monsters oh, no. uh, <laughs> um i just kind of feel like couldn't you have found some more diverse cast here but you know yeah. it is what it is i guess i mean considering <laughs> that that you do have you know yeah yeah why not why not there's actually no excuse and and there's just reasons to do it um, yeah to also i mean I, I, re- I yeah i reckon the main characters were probably like specifically cast but like the background characters 
they essentially just took all the white people that were available <laughs> at that place. And it's just like, you can take other people too, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And, you know, as far as I remember, also, I feel like everybody was at the same age, especially the women. I feel like everyone was mm. 25 to 35 mm. and no one was any older. Uh, I mean, makeup can do wonders for sure, but still... Um, a bit more difference in age would also have been um, quite yeah. nice to see. Um, but however, I, I feel like, um, was the spaceship a national thing or was it a company that owned the spaceship? Uh, I, I think it was a space station. Yeah, sorry. Yes, station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they Definitely. call it ga gamma, gamma 3, I think. Yes. I'm I'm not entirely sure. Um, my impression was that it was like mostly a military uh, owned thing, um, mm. though I might be wrong on that. But that's mostly because there seemed to be a lot of military personnel on it. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. I just remember someone shouting, "Oh, well, it'll it'll affect the company or something like that." And I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." You know, sort of having a space. Uh, station being a company and someone being worried about the company but that might have been just me sort of adding things um to the story there, i guess <laughs> i don't remember that line yeah but, yeah it's uh, it's not super important either <laughs> no they don't really explore it no 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 they could have but they don't yeah 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 that would have actually been interesting um yeah you know, like, is this the only space station that is out there, or is there several? You know. Oh yeah, that that's also something that I was kind of feeling um, at a point that it kind of feels like it's in a vacuum almost. This space station. Mm. Um, I mean, it is literally in a vacuum. Mean... But... <laughs> uh, pun wasn't intended, but I'll roll with it. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I kind of feel like it's I I don't see like what's what's happening everywhere else. I mean, I, mm. of course, the, it doesn't always need to be like the most elaborate backstory and you know showing people on Earth and everything like that. But I I could I kind of wanted something more that gave me a feeling of what's the culture here. Like mm. I know they like to party and there may be a company involved and they're concerned <laughs> about an asteroid hitting Earth. But you know something else that would just have made it feel like. Uh, the future and feel like well what's the society like right now um, mm. you know there could have just been some off comments but I don't recall any of those so um, yeah um, no like the only scenes we have from Earth is when we see the um, the superiors of yeah. the space station commanders you know when they're talking and communicating with them and that feels exactly. very non-futuristic yeah. <laughs> I mean it Let's say you put this event on an island, it would play out pretty much the same. It just it's basically oh, just sci-fi so because it's a space station. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but um, you know, the sets and everything. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of simplistic, but there are a lot of sets and there are, is a lot of care taken to it, and mm. I just kind of love all the. Uh, sort of like doohickeys and things that you know knickknacks and they have um, uh, you know the control panels things even though it's kind of a bit too clean it's a bit too it's a bit too we moved in yesterday kind of feeling <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> but there is a lot of 
you know, fun stuff around. And there's one, some kind of cool looking computers where people are sitting around. And it does feel like they're a community on the space station with people t- mm. talking. And it does feel a bit busy um, and, and crammed at, at certain spaces, you know. And I, I, I really appreciated that because even though it didn't look lived in, it kind of felt looking just because of the amount of extras and, and people sort of going about their business, especially at the sort of command central at the, or whatever you could call it, at the space station. Uh, mm. I did really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, out of our most recent watch, uh, the one that we would probably compare this one to is mm. Planet of Vampires. Mm-hmm. And I think visually I probably prefer Planet of the Vampires because it was slightly more colorful. Yes. But I do also really like how Green Slime looked because it it looked it did look like a space station, you know, yeah. it looked you tell you know useful in design. Mm. <laughs> and, oh, and, and sort of uh, yeah. And, and a little bit sterile sometimes but like sterile with a purpose like you know precisely but i think maybe the sort of issue could also be that a lot of their clothing and a lot of the interior kind of had the same colors and Mm. they were this sort of how to explain it but light and yet muted colors so it did sort of blend into each other and especially when compared to something like uh, planet of the vampires where you have these lights and they're just shining on everything and sort of adding contrast and things like that mm. uh, this does look a bit more flat even though there is a lot of surfaces and things like that to to sort of play around with but if the lighting had been different and maybe some choices of outfits and things like that <laughs> uh, you could have done some some great things i think with the sets that they had um yeah 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 i mean as it is like the most colorful thing is probably like Dr. Lisa's red hair. I mean, the, most of the yeah. other things are like gray or blue. Yeah, yeah, and like red buttons and, and things oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, and of course the slime is green. Yes. Mm. <laughs> other than that, but you know, speaking of of um, of um, Lisa and and her outfit and and uh, you know i just want to appreciate the mini skirt for for a second here there were a lot a lot of mini skirts and especially at the sort of like space space station 60s uh, space party where they're sort of like celebrating the the uh, asteroid going to bits and saving earth and everything they sort of had this party going and it's just so the way they're dancing oh my god it's so 60s so 60s and just plenty of mini skirts in really fun um fun fabrics and amazing hair and things like that. Uh, so I really enjoyed that scene <laughs> for <laughs> <Yes>. that specific <laughs> reasons. <laughs> but the dancing man, I mean, it's hilarious. Um, yeah. What were they? Very I mean, I think so. I dance horribly and, and not coordinated. Well, they were coordinated. They just looked like <laughs> mannequins in the 60s. I don't know. It's nice. <laughs> yes, very much so. Um, but do we want to dig into the characters a bit here um yes we mentioned dr lisa and she's like one of i I would say one of the the main characters oh yeah um and then she has a love triangle with uh commander vince and Mm -hmm. commander jack um commander jack is brought on board in order to um take care of the asteroid threat because you know he he's chosen for that because 
of his experience and stuff. Uh, but when they are now stuck together on this space station, they are both commanders and they both are sort of yeah. trying to <laughs> lead. <laughs> and there are conflicts that comes from that. And then there's also like jealousy and, uh, um, you know... It, I, I was just sort of thinking the whole thing, you know, grow the fuck up, the oh, two of you. <laughs> so true. So true. Just give it a rest, honestly. Yes. Yes. I mean, I just feel like if they just had one normal conversation together and just had a coffee over it and just went like, let's let's air it out here, they'd mm. be fine. But they just have to flex their muscles and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and be rude. <laughs> Flex, flexing uh, is a good description of yeah, what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and Lisa, I mean, she's so over it. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Not impressed uh, at all. <laughs> and to be honest, seeing Vince and Jack sort of trying to outdo each other throughout the whole film and mm. kind of screwing things up because of that. Oh my um, god, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of some specific moments here. Yeah, it's just annoying, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Um. Dr. Lisa kind of comes across as almost the most competent out of the three. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, because at one, yeah, sorry, but at one point, like, I, don't, I, I think it was Jack who gave her a task. And I was just like, yes, give her the task to, to get that shit done. Because she will get it done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm not even because, sure she was yeah. that competent. It just came off like that because everyone was just doing cartwheels yeah. and running around Hon and yeah but honestly i kind of feel like she was because commander jack and commander vince are both kind of the reason why the green slime comes aboard um <laughs> yes, they sort of mentioned that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> they messed that part out because um there's a doctor that goes with them to the asteroid and he wants to bring on a sample of this uh green slime with him on board the space station and jack being the ass that he is, he says no, and then he throws the green slime on the ground and it splatters on oh, so the pants so of dumb. them. And they, of course, then bring it on board. As you do. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> and Commander Vince sort of screws up later also. Um, the doctor gets killed uh, because he gets locked in with oh, yeah. the monsters at one point. And Jack and Vince at that point has to have some sort of standoff, uh, mm -hmm. which takes a much too long. And then when they open the door, the doctor is dead because it's, it took too, too long. Late. Before. <laughs> yeah, at that too point, late. they should just go, well, we fucked it up now. So, you know, no matter what we do here, he's dead. Yeah. Let's yeah. just keep the door sealed. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, they yeah, had but, yeah, sorry. Mm, yeah. But Dr. Lisa at one point when they are in like the, the med bay of the space station, she like opens the door. I don't remember which door, but she opens the door and there's a monster in there and she immediately tries to close the door, even though the monster like gets a, an mm. arm through, but she immediately tries to close the door and she yells at everyone, get out. Uh, yeah. And she doesn't run out directly herself. She like tries to put like a table or a bed in front of the monster to stop it and she takes care of the patients to get them out and it's just I mean I was just so happy throughout that whole scene I was like yes you are doing the right thing yes. <laughs> like her instinct feels way more like in yeah. tune with the situation uh, yes. than a lot of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean honestly 
she should she she probably did run a space space station in the future you know mm-hmm. just her her own space station and it's it's thriving in the future oh yes <laughs> because if you can you know make sure that the patients make it out of the med bay and various other situations that that, that will occur and also have great hair the entire time mm. then you know that that person's got its shit together Oh yes, <laughs> such the shit. It's all together, uh, and that's Dr. Lisa. Yes, but you which is like why, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, <laughs> which is no, why er, er, earlier when we were messaging about the film, yes. I messaged you hashtag Team Lisa. <laughs> yes, that was why. <laughs> For sure, Team Lisa. Hashtag Team Lisa. We'll put that on the Instagram and uh, um, not make it trend because we could never. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, I, I I honestly feel like I don't have a lot to say about the the Commander Jack and Commander Vince. Um, they they sort of they have their thing going on, um, you know. Yeah. Their yeah. commanders. Um, <laughs> I I don't I mean, know. I, yeah, I will say that the love triangle as it was happening, I was just sort of, oh no, is it going yeah. this route again? Yeah. Um, but I also, it also sort of got me thinking, you know, comparing this again to Planet of the Vampires, mm. one of the drawbacks of Planet of the Vampires was that it didn't really have good characters or yeah. characterization. But this love triangle in Green Slime actually does characterize Lisa, Vince, and Jack. Like, it creates moments for them to interact, which gives us some sort of feeling of this is yeah. who they are. Um, and does. I appreciate that. I just wish it wasn't the love triangle. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, a love triangle, if it's done well, it's not a bad thing. Um, mm. th- that's the thing, though. But here, it works as a tool to tell more about the, the characters. Mm. Um, however it's not very engaging and it's no. not very believable because there are no there are no sparks there is no. no chemistry at all between these people and i just felt like girl is there no other people in space <laughs> kind of looks like you're surrounded by people there hmm. must certainly be one other person for you um so I, I, it just doesn't sell it very well i think that's the problem Mm. Um, partly at least I mean I kind of feel like Jack and Vince had more chemistry with each other than either of them had yeah Lisa. yeah <laughs> I mean and that's saying a lot honestly because <laughs> you don't yeah. want those two in a room <laughs> um, that said I I will actually say that I I really liked um the the actress um, Luciana Paluzzi is her name who played Dr. Lisa. She's actually Italian, um, so she w- she was acting in her second language, which is, which which is English. Mm. But I actually kind of feel like she was almost one of the best actors of the film. Yeah. Um. I mean, Commander Jack and Commander Vince were both played by, you know, not bad actors. But oh yeah, for sure. They were kind of stiff. And yeah, I get that's sort of the point because they're both military personnel, but I, I kind of I wanted a little bit more from them. But Dr. Lisa, or Luciana Paluzzi, actually has a lot of emoting going on. Yes, um, and, thank and you. She, mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel like maybe because English isn't her first language that she 
puts more thought into yeah. where do I put the yeah. emphasis in sentences and how do I sort of uh, shape the melody of this sentence to make it sound good. You know, I kind of feel like she was paying more attention to that because some of her interactions, for example, with Vince, he was really, really oh. stiff and she was just emoting all over him. And now it's I just mean, like, you're, you're so much she better. She was like, I'm carrying the scene. I need to like overdo yeah. this because he is not giving me much to work with. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's the thing like when when he uh well like when when vince and jack um or let's say robert horton and and richard jekyll um mm. i i think they're called um yes when they're acting they're sort of military parts you know the whole shouting orders being afraid of the monsters and being determined you know all those things mm. you know concerning military stuff um it's absolutely fine and and it's believable as well uh, and i did sort of think about <laughs> um posture at one point because vince mm. especially he was so i mean his back was like straight as a stick and you could mm. just you could almost get the feeling like he's done you know service uh in real life it's almost that sort of posture mm, you know mm. shoulder you know shoulders back and just neck everything is so ergonomic it's almost annoying uh which was just excellent in my opinion mm. uh, so whether or not that was a conscious choice of him or if it's just something he was is you know is in his backbone let's say um i did think that was kind of neat at least Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Um, anything else you wanna you wanna talk about? Uh, no, I don't think I have much else to add. I think we covered <laughs> the <laughs> the good and the bad parts of Green Slime. So uh, I think now we are ready to head over to our uh, standard questionnaire of silly things, <laughs> as, as you say, Eva. Um, and the first of these is replace an actor to improve the movie and the concept is you're in a time machine and you can bring any actor from any era to replace one actor in this movie so who would you bring eva well well um i definitely want to bring you know um well i'm replacing i'm replacing uh, commander jack let's begin with that I, I do feel like he, he's absolutely competent, but I feel like I want someone who can just bring something else, something a little bit extra um, that I feel was kind of lacking, uh, honestly, from, from uh, Robert Horton, <coughs> I think the name was. Uh, so I'm replacing him with uh, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, he, ah. of course, plays Black, Black Panther. Yes. And I just feel like he would do so much more with that role and yet have that sort of militaristic, you know, militaristic sort mm. of control in his um, body language uh, and uh, but still do a whole a hell of a lot more emoting <laughs> <laughs> uh, with his eyes, which is, you know, both both uh, Jack and Vince's issue a little bit here. Mm. Uh, so I think that he would be an excellent choice. Um, and I, I would be down for that um, alternate uh, version of, of events, let's say. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, awesome choice. Um, I, I confess that my choice is not quite as diverse as your choice oh. is. Uh, <laughs> oh, you were the one talking about diversity <laughs> before. 
before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Uh. And now I kind of fell into my own trap there. Um, but, uh, you know, ex- excellent choice. But I'm going to uh, replace uh, Vince. Mm. And I was sort Thank of thinking, you, for you doing know, that. Yeah. <laughs> Vince, you know, he's blonde and handsome, but he is lacking a little bit of charisma. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of thinking, you know, what can I find that sort of fits with that? And spinning, you know, spinning on the whole military role mm-hmm. that he's playing, I was thinking Ben Affleck as he was in Pearl Harbor. Oh, he yeah. Was, so he's a little yeah. bit younger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting. But, but, you know, still, you know, still, yeah. you know, the, the blonde, handsome guy, you know, the heartthrob and um, a whole bunch more charisma than Vince oh, has. So <laughs> much more. So much more. <laughs> oh, I'd be so down to, vo- to watch our version of the mm. Green Slime. Uh, honestly, can time travel make it happen, please? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um so you know from from replacing uh, things to wrecking things um i'm interested to know if uh, if you have a suggestion for a relationship wreck uh, fantasize about a romantic relationship that we don't see in the movie but you want it to happen aka ship it uh, I don't think I have one here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do like an anti-relationship wreck and say oh, that that's fine. I yeah, I maybe want to do one less relationship than we got. Um, <laughs> and 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 skip the love triangle is what I'm saying. Mm, um, yeah. I I think you know Lisa in the film is together with Vince. And it's established that she has previously been together with Jack. And I think you could have skipped that previously part and just had her involved with yeah. Vince and then have Jack sort of create a, a, a triangle of conflict between the three mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. didn't have to be romantic and it didn't have to be so awkward as it was in the film <laughs> so awkward no that is absolutely fair and um, a wise ship <laughs> to do for sure um I'm, uh, I don't know. If if Chadwick was in the movie, I'd say, go for it, Lisa. It'll be mm. awesome, you know, True. the two of you. There will be, hopefully, chemistry. <laughs> Please, God, <laughs> let there be chemistry. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I'd probably be on board on what you're doing. Um, you know, just s- skipping one relationship or altering it a little bit. Because if you're gonna have a love triangle, uh, do it well or don't do it at all. I think that's yes. the lesson. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, continuing on from wrecking relationship, now we're going to build some relationship uh, with ourselves here in the Bang Bomb Blast, which is, of course, our version of Fuck, Mary Kill. Um, and the selection is Commander Vince, uh. Dr. Lisa, mm. and Commander Jack. Uh. Who would you pick, Emma? Well, um... Kind of easy, kind of hard. Um, I'm gonna bang. <laughs> Beans. <laughs> uh, Jack. <laughs> uh, um, oh, let's go with Vince then. Ugh, okay. Yeah, I'm banging Vince. <laughs> Bonding Lisa. Definitely. I mean, you gotta be strategic about this choice because this bonding thing is for a hell of a lot longer 
you know, time-wise than the banging thing. So definitely Lisa. Mm. Uh, so bye, Commander Jack. Even though I don't think you deserve to be blasted any other more than than Vince here, but um, <laughs> sorry, Jack, you're being blasted. <laughs> and your um, choice. Then. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, hashtag Team Lisa. For sure. um, yes, I'm bonding Lisa. She's the best. Um, and I am going to go the same route as you, that I'm blasting Commander Jack. Um, oh, he did look really nice in that Definitely. blue military uniform that he had. He you know, carried that very well, mm-hmm. but he was a total ass, so he's getting <laughs> blasted. Commander Vince... Uh, he has maybe some trouble with your authority or, mm. you know... Dealing with his own given authority that he has over people, uh, but I find him slightly more sympathetic than Jack. Um, slightly. So yeah, there's just something, something that tips the the scale mm, in his favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Commander Jack, he's sort of he's the one who wants to be the boss of everyone, and he doesn't really. He wants to be the one that makes decision, and mm. he doesn't really communicate with his superiors while mm. commander vince he's more of a you know stickler for rules he mm. knows he is the commander of these people on the space station he has the ability to make decisions of them but he also knows that well i have superiors and i need to come co- communicate with them mm. so i kind of feel like i i would probably appreciate vince's route a little bit more i guess instead of Jack, who just sort of does his own stupid thing. Well, you made a very, very convincing uh, case for for Vince here. So, I mean, we're all sold on Vince right now. (laughs) When we have to choose. So, you know. (laughs) Do you have any any memorable line, a a, a favorite quote from from the green slime that you would like to share with me and the, the listener? Yes, uh, well, um, so this is a quote. It's not honestly particularly memorable, or I would say even particularly good, um, <laughs> but it was something that sort of struck me as I was watching it that sort of pointed to a lack of, well, first of all, a, a sort of a lack of, of dialogue, not dialogue itself, but a lack of, of good dialogue. And yeah. yeah. A lack of characterization, you know, in, in, in how people react mm. in the film that are not always realistic. Um, so this is a, in the point of the film where the space station has been taken over by <laughs> robber monsters. Um, and Commander Jack is sending a message to the superiors on Earth. And he's saying, we have an... Uh, um, unknown life form on board we need to totally quarantine this station and his superior on earth receives this message and he says quarantine? who the hell does he think he is? (laughs) and I'm just sort of thinking so your reaction to this you learn that a weird alien is on board your space station and the commander says we need to totally quarantine it and your reaction is he can't do that I'm his superior, I haven't ordered this. And you're not but thinking, you... oh my god, we have an alien on board. You know? <laughs> just... I mean, you also you gave 
the man the responsibility to yeah. make decisions on location. So it doesn't make any sense to be so irrationally immediately furiated and being like, oh, yeah, no, someone yeah. stepped on my super sensitive toes here. I need to flex <laughs> my muscles. It's just it's ridiculous. And it's mm. also, you know, maybe possibly Jack could have phrased it a little bit different. He could be oh, we brought some shit on board. Now it's attacking us and we can't fight it. So we definitely need to quarantine this whole thing mm. or something like that. Mm. Um, so yeah, just the lack of good dialogue, like you said, <laughs> it's there. It's there for sure. Mm. So a good a good quote to sort of highlight that, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, because I, I just sort of felt when I heard that line, like, like um, why would you say that? That's not, yeah. that, that, that's not what your reaction should no. be to this situation. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, rounding uh, things slowly up here. Um, I'm interested to know uh, why you think that the green slime should win a Gordon and in what category and a Gordon is of course our version of the Oscars and like I always say it is equally important as the Oscars more so <laughs> infinitely more so important <laughs> so do you have a Gordon you want to hand out um, I want to give a Gordon to the space station and I'm oh, yeah. not talking about like the inside of the space station even though that that's kind of good too i'm talking about the outside Thank um you. we see that in several <laughs> shots uh yeah it it, it 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 is kind of not very good like miniature work but i like the design of the space station because i look at that and i feel like that design has some personality it looks mm -hmm, mm -hmm. kind of unique i look at that and i think that's the green slime space station you know Sort of like when I see a picture of Babylon 5, I recognize that as that's the Babylon 5 space station from the TV show Babylon 5. And here, if I see a picture of this space station, I oh, no. recognize this as the space station mm -hmm. from Queen Slime. Mm -hmm. And that's actually really, really good and, and something that should be appreciated. So I want to give it to that. Very, very good award indeed. And I agree with you. It has character. Uh, I mean, the miniature itself uh, even though I love it, it does look like a toy. So, yes. <laughs> you know, there is something off with this sort of uh, <laughs> angles or something. Something to make it look like, like a toy. Um, mm. But it does look like a, f like a functioning spaceship from the 60s. It does. Yeah. It, it, it felt like someone put some thought to it. Like, hmm, how would we actually make it work? And how can we make this sort of structure work in the story? And it makes sense. Like, you can kind of have a sense of where they are when they're sort of running around these corridors and they're talking about ceiling sections off and things like that. It makes sense with the model that you've um, sort of been accustomed to um, mm. in certain scenes and shots like that. So, yeah, uh, very good, Gordon, to, uh, to um, give out. Um, I will give it to... Um, less um, <laughs> serious and, and well thought through <laughs> thing maybe uh, but I gotta give it to, to the, the 60s uh, mini dress I mean I have to because it was everywhere at that uh, uh, 60s space station party and it was uh, fantastic so the 60s mini mini dress mini skirt gets a Gordon from me <laughs> I'm sure that does that does feel very very you <laughs> very 
Ebba. Uh, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a heavy cross to bear, but someone <laughs> needs to look out for the miniskirts, okay? <laughs> I take this responsibility seriously. <laughs> oh, totally. Totally. I mean... <laughs> But yeah, um, from <laughs> mini skirts to double feature, um, is there any any media that you would uh, recommend uh, along with uh, the green slime? Um, other than the already mentioned Alien and Planet of the Vampires, um, I would also maybe say Armageddon because of the oh. whole uh, asteroid is colliding with Earth kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, and also maybe... The Star Trek episode "Trouble with Tribbles," <laughs> and yes, that that Wait. does have a yeah a much more humorous take than what is in Green Slime. But Green Slime deals with you have this alien life form on board a ship, and it is like growing and multiplying uncontrollably, and that is what happens with the Tribbles in that Star Trek episode. So I just sort of thought, you know, that that sort of theme is something you can do a double feature with. I mean, I can't. I'm speechless. Yes, thank you. <laughs> because it's also so funny because you 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 sort of mentioned a specific Star Trek episode, and um, the, 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 it is actually very comparable. So <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, but I will also just give it um, to Star Trek in general. Yes. Uh, but Star Trek does it better. So yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> uh, and we are talking about the original, like the the sixties Star Trek here, mm. Um, mm. because they they overlap a bit, but it's just everything is better in Star Trek, <laughs> basically. So definitely yeah. check out the the Tribble uh, for a little bit of hilarity and um, <laughs> and the Star Trek fun, I guess. Yes, uh, and finally, um, should this be remade in twenty twenty? What's your opinion? What's your hot take on this? <laughs> well, as we, have, yeah, as we have established, this kind of story has been done many times before and many times after. And I don't really think that we need it again as a remake. Um, we have many other alternatives that sort of has the same take or the same concept or the same premise. And we can go out and watch those instead. Yeah. It's uh, it's saturated, and I think something like the green slime, the title, the the setting, the the everything, the skirts, um, <laughs> it's it's of its time, and uh, and it should probably stay that way. It's mm. best that way, I think. So, um, but I mean, we're gonna watch so many more aliens on spaceships in the future, I'm sure. So. Um, yes. Um, you know, whether or not we want to, we will watch the green slime again <laughs> and again and again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, listener, have you seen the green slime? Uh, well, if you haven't, it's available on YouTube, so you can check it out. Uh, and if you have, we want to know what you think. So go to our Facebook page, Starcrash Podcast, where you can share your thoughts and also give us recommendations for future episodes. Uh, and right now, it actually has a new banner picture, which is a scene from this film. <laughs> um, and we also have an Instagram account, if that's more your jam. Uh, so check that out and uh, join us in two weeks as we sit down and talk about the alpha incidents <laughs> and I am not looking forward to this <laughs> see you then <laughs> bye bye <Bye-bye. laughs>